What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dump Off. It's your boy Chino. I'm back finally off the COVID list. That was a good run in with our good friend Omarion. Um, now I have an Xbox in my house. That's corny <laughs> shit. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> it was fun. It was funny. Uh, it was I, fun. I like that. It was fun. I I like we're that. keeping this in because I don't want to fucking edit. Hi, Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you can hear him by now. I am joined by our good friend, Big Will. How are you doing, brother? Oh, man. Uh, I am doing just fantastic, brother. Um, I'm glad you're back off the uh, COVID reserve list. Thank, Welcome thank you. back. Um, you know, it's a tough thing when people get the Amarion. Shit is for real. Bro, I don't care what the, anyone says. You saw the video of him? He did a video. He did like a sit down video. He goes, Hi, hey guys. I'm a Marion. Not a variant. I'm an artist. Because so many people yep. right now are calling uh, Omicron Marion. Oh, my God. He goes, I, I hope people this up hit now. the dislike. They should have hit the dislike button on that YouTube video. It was something else. Yeah, hit that dislike. Homie, still, <laughs> homie, can, still, homie can still dance, though. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure he's hit, out there. I'm sure he's out there serving his kids at some point, probably in some YMCA gym or some shit. I meant, oh. like, dancing. Yeah, I Calm know. down. I know, I know. Jesus. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Go ahead. Jesus Bye Christ, well, we're going to get canceled now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I apologize. Listen, guys, we're just trying to have some fun here. It's been a while. Um, Life's just, life's just crazy for all of us right now. I understand it's also for all you guys. Just know your friends here at the dump off. We thank you guys for all your support, everything that you do for us, because more than y'all know, y'all do a lot for us. All right, now after that sappy shit, let's get into NFL wildcard weekend because your boy, a Cowboys fan, has a lot to say. But we're not gonna start off with that yet. Will let's run through the list. Yes, Let's sir. talk about this wild card weekend because it was fun. Let's be honest. It definitely put the wild in wild card for sure. A lot, not a lot of surprises, but we are more we're more surprised on how good teams looked, especially mm-hmm. against these matchups. Of course, we had those matchups where they just got blown out of the water. Everyone expected that cough cough Philly, but we're gonna start with Saturday. Let's start off with the Raiders and the Bengals. Will, you're going to let me hear your thoughts. Um, good game. Um, that definitely set the tone for the weekend with the Raiders and the Bengals. Um, a lot of people definitely had put money down on the Bengals, on the line itself and the money line. I think a lot of people knew with the, with the rest that the Bengals did, with Burrow resting, Chase kind of resting, Higgins resting, Mixon. Um, that definitely, definitely proved a point in that game because Raiders did so much just to make the playoffs, especially playing that extra quarter, um, that short turnaround, playing into a Saturday game. It's very tough to go into another territory and try to win, especially on a short turnaround with barely any rest. Um, but I got to give Raiders props because they were a team that had no identity after the Gruden situation, after the Henry Ruggs, um, 
I forgot the other guy's the other corner's name. It's like I just blanked out real quick. Um, like oh with my all God, those. I know who you're talking about. Yes, uh, the gun charge situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry guys. Like all those, all those things happened with the Raiders, and you almost looked at that team that had like no identity. They were unpredictable. You didn't know like what to expect with the Raiders. Um, I think Faccio definitely did great as far as being that coach. Um, if I'm the Raiders, I would probably sign him fully as a head coach because he did such a good job with that organization. Um, to get him into that position to play that game, to, for it to come down to a typical Derek Carr interception, it's such a heartbreak because Raiders definitely had a shot to win that game. But, you know, that pass was something else. And I think he just threw it, forced it into double coverage. It's just typical Derek Carr in game time mode where you needed him most. He just didn't pull through. And it always happens a lot with Carr. And I mean, I feel bad for the guy, but like after what happened with them, I can't knock him too much. I got to congratulate them for having such a great season, even with all the obstacles they had. The biggest question, the biggest thing that happened that game was the whistle. Yeah. The AKA the whistle with Burrow running out of bounds towards the out of bounds spot, throwing that ball before he hit out of bounds and then catching with like making sure like he got that throw out which is crazy and then the whistle happened like as that happened mm-hmm. and then the play dead defenders are looking at the guy like catching the ball like all right this doesn't count and they called it as a touchdown to finally review it and say it's a touchdown you got everyone talking about um no but the whistle was blown and then for nfl to come out and said the whistle happened after such bullshit like we all saw it we're not stupid. It was primetime national television. We all saw that the, the the whistle happened while he threw that ball. But still, with the rules, they should have played it as it is. Even if the whistle blew and everything, those defenders should have played it out. And that was a very costly mistake by the Raiders, which led to the Derek Carr situation, which led to that being such a close call. Had Raiders would have scored and we would be seen right now probably Raiders versus Chiefs probably. Yeah. I know or Raiders versus that. Titans. Like and no one wants to see that. Like but overall that game really set the tone for the weekend. Because everyone thought after that, like, yo, this is gonna be a crazy weekend. Like we're 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 ready for like close call games, upsets. Man was I freaking wrong. <laughs> Man, was I wrong? Do do you have um any insight on your end on that game? Nah, you you pretty much hit it all. Um, to the to the Raiders fan base out there, y'all sh- honestly should be proud of what y'all did this season. After mm-hmm. everything that they that came your way, like Will pulled up, brought up all the situations, and y'all still made it playoffs, and y'all put up fight. Y'all put up a fight against the Bengals. The Bengals were looking good. That offense was flowing. Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow just looking electric and smooth. You definitely see why they took Chase at that spot. Because they wanted that connection that they saw at LSU translate to the NFL. And guess what? It has. And Chase has been electric this season. But unfortunately, little mistakes leads to trouble in the NFL. 
And when you can capitalize on those mistakes, you usually come out on top. And that's what happened in the situation. The Raiders just shot themselves in the foot at some points. And that ultimately led to the Bengals winning. Also, this whole referee situation, it's a problem. Me and Will were talking about this before we started recording. This officiating job has to get cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Me and Will were joking about it. We, I told him, like, I can see already now with the way how the officials are doing this weekend, this past weekend, mm-hmm. someone's going to get screwed over in the Super Bowl if stuff like this continues. So please, NFL officiating, clean it up. I understand no one's signing up one day. I want to be an NFL referee. So please, guys, clean it up. Let's let them play football, but also be smart. You know what I mean? Hundred percent, I agree. It's kind of hard. Can't just like who who's out there is really gonna say I want to be an NFL ref one exactly. day when you're when you're seeing this happen yep. and people are throwing stuff on a field, which we will get to oh, later get on. To that. Um, but you know, for those referees to get those situations and like death threats done to them all the time for making those calls, like mm-hmm. bro, it's tough to make that decision like at the heat of the moment. So it sucks to be an NFL ref. Like it's so terrible to be a ref in general, but for the NFL, man, like one game is where it's all up for grabs. Like it's one game and you go home. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's it's tough. It's really tough for the refs. But I agree with you, dude. They gotta clean it up. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but they need to do something. And they just signed a extension with the NFL. Yep. <laughs> which is which is crazy. No, bro. Hold on. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. anything else to say about the Bengals Raiders game? Uh, no, besides that, it was actually a really good game. Um, and it definitely set the tone for the rest of the week. But um to segue into the next game really quick with you, New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. This was everybody's game of the week because of the trilogy between the Bills and the Patriots. A lot of people thought that playoff Bill was going to come out to play and was going to somehow have a scheme for Josh Allen and those Bills. Man, I was fucking wrong. I was wrong, Bills too. put the biggest can of ass-whooping of all ass-whoopings. Before you know it, in the first quarter, in the first half, it was already like 24-0 somehow. Fucking amazes me how Patriots played like pure shit that game and it just blew my mind um Bills we talked about it their rushing defense was the one thing that we all had that talk about as far as like their kryptonite man was I wrong and I'm sure a bunch of people got that shit wrong after seeing that game they put they put it together they did their work. They did their homework. They studied that Patriots run game and shut it down to where they had to make Mac Jones throw that ball. And God bless, because Patriots definitely have a lot of years to go with Mac Jones. He is a good rookie quarterback. I will give them that. He's got many, many years left. And kudos to the Patriots organization, because they definitely have a good quarterback in him. And I'm very, I'm almost intrigued to see how that goes down the line. With the Bills now fixing up that defense, 
yo, okay, I honestly am scared now to say that they could be the absolute favorites. Even though they're playing the Chiefs this week, they are looking like an actual Super Bowl team. And you start to wonder, like, all those games they lost, like the Jaguars to the Titans when they got demolished, like, are we throwing those games away now because they're finally back and it's playoff time? Because holy shit, Bills are back. Um, I, I'm just, the way they dominated that game, greatness. Great game all around. Josh Allen is definitely showing people why he's one of the top dogs. You know, I got to say, kudos to, to the Patriots, even though they had a good season. You know, Bills did that work. They put in that work. They busted that ass. Congrats to Bills. You got a test now in the Chiefs. So, I mean, at, at this game was, was not what I was expecting. All around was definitely not what I was expecting, but I am so glad that they finally got their shit together and started getting their defense going now, how they used to be a grind-hard, smash-mouth defense. Bills are back. No, I agree with what you said. Let me ask you this real quick. <clears throat> yes, sir. Do you think the Bills just eliminated the best head coach in the playoffs right now? You know? We have LaFleur, right? LaFleur is up there. Yeah, no, no, for sure. LaFleur is definitely up there. I think maybe we the... should get some consideration, too, up there. Um, As far as not the best, but I think, like, coach-wise, you might be right. Like, I just I took think... out probably one of the best ever playoff coaches to ever yeah. grace this this beautiful game. So, I don't know, man. These this Bills team, we you and me were talking about it. Where has this been? <laughs> Where was this Bills team the whole season? Because the way they played on Saturday, they just bullied the Patriots the whole game. Josh Allen looking smooth. That defense playing good. We're like, we're just, Taryn, you're going to love this, right? Taryn, I know you're listening. We were all talking about like how pretty much the Bills just has like all pass. They don't have that good of a run offense. Singletary looked decent. He looked all right in that whole game. Against, uh, some would say overrated, Patriots defense. Well, you gotta give that Patriots defense the credit. It is a a decent defense, and to see what the Bills did against them on Saturday in the fashion they did it, that Bills team is looking good. And when the Bills get firing on all cylinders, offense, defense, everything is going. That Bills team can steamroll. And another shot to Taryn. Me and him were talking about this. I think I mentioned it in, I think, one of the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. I asked him, I'm like, is it crazy to think that I don't see the Chiefs being the AFC representative in the Super Bowl? And the first, first team I mentioned was Buffalo. Now, this week, the Bills have the chance to prove it. Shut all the doubters up. Right here. This is where no mistakes can be made. 
everyone on the same page firing on all cylinders offense defense special teams everyone doing their job no stupid play calling everyone has to be on point because right now you're going to you're going to go into arrowhead and we'll get it we'll get into that in a little bit you're going to go into arrowhead against this dominant chiefs team a chiefs team that has turned it around this season this is the time to prove it shut everyone up assert yourself into that championship picture more than you already have this past saturday this like is, that. this is it this game is going to show you who's going to go represent the afc in my opinion i'm not sure if you would agree with that disagree with that um, I'm right there with you, honestly. I think Bills can definitely be one of those teams to represent the AFC. Um, again, they have a huge test against Kansas City, especially at home in Kansas City. But I think anything is possible in the NFL playoffs. So I, I agree, man. I think Buffalo really could be a legitimate contender to be part of that AFC side in the Super Bowl. I, I don't I don't see that being a crazy opinion at all anymore. Yeah. All right. Now we're talking about the good old good old Bills division, Bills, Jets, Patriots, and the Dolphins. Now we're gonna talk about a guy that used to be in that division. Tom Brady. Ran that division for many, many years. A guy that caused havoc throughout all that division. Now he's in Tampa. Coming off a Super Bowl. Just absolutely dom- just dominated Philly. A team that should, let's be honest here. They should have not been in the playoffs because they did not look good at all. No. It was sloppy. And the Bucks did what they had to do. No Godwin. No Antonio Brown. Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, and Rob Gronkowski. And they made it work. And they made it work good. <laughs> you got anything to say about this? I mean, you definitely just said mainly pretty much everything I was going to say, honestly. Um, Eagles was definitely one of those teams that shouldn't have been there. Um <laughs> That team is another team that has a future ahead of them if they play their cards right. They do have three picks in the first round, so they should take advantage of that. Um, Nick Sirianni and the organization already said today that Jayla Hurts is going to be their starting quarterback next year. So at least the organization still has faith in Hurts. Um, that game was – I'm just going to try to keep it shorter than I expected, but it's Tom Brady. Like, you're playing against Tom Brady in the playoffs. You got to know, like, he's coming at you with everything he's got. You better answer back. If you don't have the answers for it, then you're better off just saying GGs and go back to the locker room. And you better run that clock out because Tom Brady yep. can make 40 seconds, turn that into Feel. a touchdown drive. He, he can make that into a two-minute drill with 40 seconds, which yep. is crazy. Um, Unbelievable. The only thing I just have to say from that game is – um. Again, with like you said, with no Godwin, no Antonio Brown anymore. Um, it's just Mike Evans again. It's like the old school, like 
Buccaneers all over again when it was just Mike Williams, like Mike Evans. That is going to be intriguing, especially when they're playing the Rams, how their play calling is going to be, because they're going to have to rely a lot on Leonard Fournette and Giovanni Bernard and Ronald Jones and Rob P. Like, you have to depend on all your your other guys because Mike Evans is going to be blanketed by Jalen Ramsey most of that game. Um, but besides that, honestly, I don't have really much to say besides Eagles should definitely look at the draft and try to get what they need. They definitely need some O-line help. They definitely need another wide receiver. Um, they would be the ones that should get one of those uh, Ohio State wide receivers or the Alabama wide receivers. They should definitely should get another one because they need help. Because Jalen Reger is not the answer with Devonta Smith. Quest Devonta Lockett Smith can ball. He can ball. Me? He can ball. Besides him and Dallas Goddard, like who else do you have? Like you could try to develop the run game, but Nick Sirianni has been so weird with the run game. Like who do you trust? You know, like you can't really trust Miles Sanders. You can't trust Boston Scott. Like or or Gainwell. Like it's hard. Yeah. So you got to look at another playmaker on that team. But I'm very intrigued. With the Eagles. Like, I, I kind of want to see what they're going to do with their three picks. Yeah. But that's really it. I don't have really other much after that, honestly. No. And let's. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's get into this. Staying in the <laughs> NFC East and the NFC East. Lord have mercy. The Dallas Cowboys. Number three seed. Falling <laughs> to the 49ers. Now, let's be honest. This wasn't an upset. San Francisco, they turned it around. Once everyone got healthy, they started cooking. And that's exactly what we saw on Sunday. They were cooking. They were fired up. They brought it to the Cowboys. They punched them in the mouth that first freaking drive. As soon as the 49ers three and outed the Cowboys on their first offensive drive, from there, I knew it was over. Because you could tell, they just did not look good at all. Now, with the 49ers, they are a very, very interesting team. They have pretty much, would you say they were a quarterback away from being a legit Super Bowl contender? I mean, they, I mean you, they can contend for the Super Bowl, but... I feel like they're a quarterback away from being solid. Of course, injuries to the side. Because when they're fully healthy, this team is this team is pretty good. I mean, if you were to ask anyone else but G, and shout out to G on this one, they probably would say, yeah, they're a quarterback away. But if you're asking G, you'll probably say, nah, you got Trey Lance behind there. Got what you got. Yeah. And, uh, um, to be honest with you, we had we had this talk before we got started, and I thought you had so much more to say on this. Oh, I have a lot more to say. I just I mean, to... I feel like I'm just gonna quickly just throw this out. They it was a good game overall by both teams. I just think that Dallas had given up a lot of penalties, which was very costly. Um, I think coming back from 16 points would have been so great for Cowboys fans, but the the penalties is definitely what killed them. I think the play calling was kind of somewhat what kind of faulted them too, but you can't knock them on it. Like they tried. Um, 
it was it was a tough game. It was a tough game, and you're right. It, it it's not an upset because 49ers was definitely one of those teams too. That was one of those contending teams, especially with Debo being a running back hybrid now. It's contending. Um, one thing I will say before mm-hmm. I let you go on your rant, <laughs> the the fans. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna touch that too. I'm gonna touch on it real quick go because there were there were many footages on Twitter of Cowboys fans throwing stuff on the field and getting That's rowdy and and even fighting. I don't know if you saw some of this as well. There were some of fans fighting in the stadium in the parking lot, fighting each other, dude. What? I didn't see that. Yeah. You need to check that up because oh, there has been a couple of videos up. of Cowboys fans fighting each other, dude. And it's so ridiculous that it come down to this. I get they're angry at the refs because of that last call situation, which I know you're going to get to in a second. Um, They were throwing stuff at like one or two of their Cowboys players in that video when yep. it showed it. Dak even came out and was like, yo, they need to do that. Like, he, it kind of went off negatively after that. Like, you mm-hmm. kind of impacted and gave those fans that mm-hmm. entitlement to do it. And that should not be the case. If you're a fan and you're going to these games, you should be acting as civilized as possible. I get it. You're going to talk so much shit about the other team. You, you're very passionate. But don't throw shit on the field. Don't throw shit at the fucking refs. Don't throw shit at your fucking team. It just makes you look stupid. Don't do it. You know, I just think that wasn't right at the end of the game. That that's what made it worse. For sure. But overall, I'll give it to Cowboys, even though I'm a Giants fan. I'll give it to you guys for a good season. But like every year, you guys still manage to choke in the playoffs somehow. I don't know how the fuck you guys do it every year, but you guys still continue. The streak lives on. You still continue to choke in the divisional rounds. Yep. yep. So I hope you guys learn your shit. I hope you guys draft really well, pick up your defense more because you guys need more than just Parsons and Diggs. You guys need a lot on defense, but I hope you guys do build that up on the trap and the offseason. But overall, man, I mean, it was a good game. It just cost him mistakes. Yep. No, I fully, ahead, I fully agree with you. First and, foremost, ahead, first and foremost, let's talk to the fans real quick. Cowboys of Nation. You should be ashamed of yourselves. You're throwing shit on the field, at the players, at the referees. Don't fucking do that shit. We need to come up with something, man, because this shit is getting out of line. I don't care if it's Cowboys fans. It could be a Celtics fans, the Lakers fans. Nothing should be thrown at players, at officials, period. And if you do throw some, you deserve to get your ass beat by whoever you hit. Because these people that are doing it just to get money, just to get clout and all that stuff. I hate that word, clout. But if you're doing it just for that, fuck you. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit for that. That shit should not fly at all. Now, let's get to this freaking game. I'm gonna try to keep. I'm gonna try to keep this clean as possible. First and foremost, Mike McCarthy, screw you. What the hell was that? All season, blame it on the referees. 
and it pretty much turned that co that col that Cowboys culture into accepting that, always blaming the referees, to the point where even Dak put it on the referees, and for Dak to green light fans throwing stuff at referees, that shit should not be accepted nor tolerated at all. That's flat out unacceptable. You can't have that. You can't have that ambient in the in the locker room at all. Kellen Moore, where where's the aggressiveness that you were doing this whole first half of the season? This guy's been aggressive with the play callings, and now we're getting all conservative with it. How many fucking times are we going to see a sit-down route on third and long? Because that's the shit that you kept seeing over and over that game. Am I right? Yeah. That shit right. just got annoying. You got predictable. Teams were figuring this out. Defense just getting just blindly stupid penalties. None with Gollumore at the end. Cost us the game, too. Michael Parsons got blatantly offsides at the start of the game. It's just stuff like that. This Cowboys team lacks discipline, lacks focus. It happens over and over and over again. Diggs getting burnt to the ground this whole time by Brandon Ayuk. They let Debo Samuel chill. They're using him more as a as a running back the whole game. For him to be called an all-pro is a fucking joke. Everyone's saying, oh, it's because of interceptions. Interceptions don't mean shit when you're giving up more than 1,000 yards this whole season. Doesn't mean shit. You, they're throwing at you because you're a weakness. That's why the ball's thrown your way. And the quarterback just give it to you. And they kept, the 49ers did all they can to blow this game away. Give it back to the Cowboys at the end of the fourth quarter. And we can't fucking capitalize on it. They're just blaming you, giving you the game the whole time in the fourth quarter at the end. Multiple times where this could have, this whole narrative could have been changed. What happened to the number one offense in the NFL this year? That whole game. Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott. Zeke, I understand he was, he got hurt, but we got Pollard. A Pollard more explosive. Because... Pollard should be running back one this season, but no, we stick with Zeke. He's just holding us back the whole time. Connor Williams, how many fucking times are we going to get a holding call? Over and over again. How many holdings are we going to get? How many stupid delayed games? That where that fourth down after the was it after the fake punt? I think or first down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where they ran the the fake punt works, right? That whole punt offense is still on the field. Then I don't know where it, I get it. You're trying to be smart and trick the opposite side. But to switch everyone, y'all should already have a play called. Y'all already should already know what the formation you're getting into. But no, it's a fucking delay of game. Just flat out undisciplined team. They didn't deserve shit. And the amount of times that we've pissed away opportunities over and over and over again. They could have had a two seed this year. But no, again, we choke in the, no, I, I keep saying we, the Cowboys just choke it over and over again. Anything to help benefit them in the playoff 
in the postseason, they just choke it away. And we see it time and time again. We're sick of it. Jerry just wants a fucking lap dog at coach because he wants that team to be something that he built. That's his team. That's not Mike McCarthy's team. That's not Kellen Moore's team. That's not Dan Quinn's team. That's Jerry Jones' team. That's how he wants it. And that shit just keeps costing us and costing us because it's ego at the end of the day. It's all ego in the Cowboys locker room, in that organization. It just ego gets in the way of everything. Dak Fine came out and said that he was just in, he was just going through the motion. He was just emotional. That's why he green lit the fans throwing stuff at him. That's flat out unacceptable. You don't have to apologize for that because first, you shouldn't have said that. You know how stupid that is to say at a press conference. At this point, it's just how many times are we going to see this? Everyone boasts Cowboys fan nation's fucking annoying and sadly I am in I am in it. But how many fucking times are we gonna say where this is our year? Just to choke it away in the first game. We can't even touch the NFC championship game. It's embarrassing. Time and time again, you choke choke it away, piss it away. Any opportunity to help you out, you just shoot yourself in the foot. And ultimately, that's what happened. 14 penalties? Time for a... We're the most penalized team in the NFL this year. And for that to happen, it's unacceptable. You lack discipline. You lack focus. I... It just pisses you off as a Cowboys fan. It's just unacceptable. Time and time again, this happens. When does it end? We have the team. Don't have the coaching core. I'll tell you that right now. For Jerry Jones to say that we're not going to fire Mike McCarthy after that shit show happened, that's unacceptable. We need to make a change at a head coach position. It's it's horrible. It's bad, and it's time and time again. You're just You're just content with being average at this point. When you have the team around you where you can be great, you just time and time again shoot yourself in the foot to where you're considered average. It's a joke. Fuck you. Um, real quick. Um, if you actually go up on Twitter and search Cowboys fans fight, there actually is two separate occasions where uh, Cowboys fans fought in the standing room only mm-hmm. in that area. No, and then there's another one where it happened outside the game after the parking where lot. there was a big brawl in, in the parking lot as well. So that's that's where I got the, the, the Cowboys fans fighting each other. Oh, um, hold up. Also, sorry to cut you off. Fuck okay. you guys for sending death, sending threats to to Gallimore. How fucking dare you, bro? This guy has a family and you're over here sending them threats. Keep his family out of it. They have nothing to do with what happened on Sunday. Or Saturday, when was it? Sun- probably Sunday. I think it was Sunday, right? Sunday. No, but you're right, though. You're right. Um, you know, people, all the fans love to throw, like, death threats at players or referees and stuff. But that pushies. shit is, that shit is that so is. serious. Um, definitely not cool. Don't, don't do that, guys. 
don't do that. Um, the one last thing I just got to ask really quick um, yeah. about the Cowboys situation. Do you think that it had something to do with their easy schedule that they had this season? Let me, let me just point out. Let me just point out. Yeah. They, had, they had a lot of games that they won, but it was against teams that wasn't a playoff contending team and right. that was below 500. Right. The only times that they really have lost was a Tom Brady-led Buccaneers, but that was mm-hmm. the first game. The other one after was the Broncos, who's not a contending team, but of course we saw what happened with that one. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City Chiefs, yep. who's a former a champ, Super Bowl champs, and yep. the Oakland Raiders. I mean, I'm sorry. Wow. The Las, Las Vegas. Vegas Raiders. Wow. Oh my God. I knew that was going to happen. the Cardinals. Yes. And we're going to get to that, speaking of Cardinals, really soon. But honestly, do you think it could have been because of their schedule yeah. that it was too lax on their schedule that like people thought too highly of them really quickly yep. and then it came to the playoffs and reality set in? Um, I think they got too comfortable in that, in, in that schedule because, yeah. you're, again, you're playing the whole NFC East, which besides them, it was fucking trash. Yep. So, And that's including the Eagles who made, who yeah. made the playoffs. So, I mean – I'll give it to you. You guys had a great season. I just think the schedule just gave you guys too much. Like, it was just too much comfortability yep. to come into the playoffs and thinking like it was going to be a landslide against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And I think some of those players took it for granted. Yep. But I'll I'll still give you guys props. I mean, it was a close game. I thought you guys were going to come back from 16 down. Surprise me because anything honestly could happen. But I, I'm glad you got your you're yeah. ranked out because yeah. they're, they're all, all the idea. stuff you said yeah all the stuff you said i honestly 100 agree with you on on everything you said because yeah you can't be making those mistakes especially in the playoffs um yeah, speaking that, that, of hold up real quick ahead. before i sorry about that that's pretty much been the mo by the cowboys though for since for a good several amount of years mm-hmm. they can beat the shit out of average and below teams but once they're above average to the higher tiers, they can't compete. They choke. No. That's been the MOs for many years. And it just keeps coming. I agree. Need to, I agree. Something needs to happen. I don't know what it is. I'll look into it more and see what's up. But something's the only happen. last thing. The only last thing I will say, I think it's too soon to fire McCarthy. It's too soon. You, you can't rush it yet, dude. I understand. I'm sure Taryn will tell you, man, it don't matter, fuck him, because he used to be, obviously, Packers coach, but yeah. got to give it time. McCarthy's on, that was, what, his only one year? That's his second year. Second year? Got to give it time. And he's the puppet guy. He loves, he loves to get fucking pulled on strings by Jerry Jones, and yeah. he's the perfect guy for Jones. He's going to be there for a bit, but I think you got to give it some time. I guess. I, I, I still got faith in you guys. I know sooner or later it'll happen. As much as I dread it, sooner or later it will happen. <laughs> that see. that drop will happen. We'll see. What um, right, let's move on to the next game. We got Pittsburgh at Kansas City. I don't even want to talk about this because right, well, this we, was yeah, what we, I expected. We don't. We don't. Have to talk about this <laughs> so, okay. at all. Um, just just quick story. Steelers should have never made it. It should have been. It should have been the Chargers and and the Raiders. They should have tied it, and it should have been both of them. Steelers did not deserve to be in there. Even Big Ben called it himself. They had no chance. 
they had no chance. I mean, the only chance they had was that first defensive touchdown by, by TJ Watt. Other yeah. than that, it was all downhill from there. Yep. So, I mean, overall, kudos to you, Steelers. You made the playoffs by basically an asterisk, but you didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. Chiefs, it was basically just a peewee football game, and they had a good time. Yep. That's all. I, that's really all I had to say. And that's minus 12 and a half. I should have taken that and to the moon. <laughs> that, it was crazy. Yeah, I don't got much to say about that one. I think that was well-deserved, and I think Chiefs definitely had that on a silver platter. Yeah. Also, while we're talking <clears throat> about helping to put can of whoop-ass, the next game, the Rams-Cardinals. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, yo, can I tell you, Chino, I am I apologize on every on my whole behalf because I was a hundred percent wrong on that game because I had so much intentions that Cardinals was gonna win because Cardinals are one of the best teams on the road this season. Yep. They were eight and fucking one this season. Yep. The only loss they had was against Detroit Lions. I get it. It was the Lions, but they were eight and fucking one on the road. I had all the faith in the world that they were going to beat the Rams again at L.A. But, of course, I was wrong because when you don't have DeAndre Hopkins and you're running your game off of A.J. Green and Christian Kirk. And Chase Edmonds. And you become the biggest imposter in the, in the whole NFL on offense. Yep. That team with no D hop looked like a below sub 500 team. Yep. It was horrible. I think the biggest news that came out of Cardinals was JJ Watt's Twitter feed. It was abysmal. And I was so shocked in that game. But it showed me that one, Rams are for real. Matthew Stafford finally got his playoff win. Congrats to him. Finally. But the biggest key out of it, and I think Cliff Kingsbury should take a look at this, in the draft or in the offseason, you really need to pick up another playmaking wide receiver who is young and who is actually good. Because D-Hop is at his 30s. He's already hit that double digits in the NFL. Father time and injury is really starting to set in. On DeAndre Hopkins, you need to get another playmaking wide receiver to make up for D-Hop because you, without DeAndre Hopkins, looked the absolute worst that I have ever seen. Yep. It was disgusting to watch that game. Yep. Honestly, Cardinals need to do so much work this offseason. They need to do so much with that. And... It sucks because in the beginning, they were running off such a hot streak. Kyler got hurt. They were still playing well, even with the backup, which I think was Colt McCoy. Yes. And they still, and they hook him. Facts. (laughs) Former giant quarterback, too, mind you. And they still played great with Colt McCoy quarterback. But when Kyler came back, they were on such a downhill on a losing streak. They did not play well at the end of that season, which always happens with Cliff Kingsbury. I'm pretty sure G called that out with Kingsbury. Shout out to G because he was 100% right. I did not listen. 
I went with what I thought was correct as far as being so good on the road. I thought they were the 100% road warriors. I thought they didn't need to have home field. I was so wrong. Cardinals need to boost up their offense. Rams look like a legitimate contender. Welcome back, OBJ. Um, honestly, OBJ, OBJ finally scoring was the biggest one that happened. Um, he finally broke out, and with him and Cooper Cup, oh man, that team is such a force to be reckoned with, especially now with their defense doing their job, bro. With man, again, yo, congrats, OBJ, bro. Like, OBJ had such a rough season playing with Baker Mayfield, had all those debacle and the drama. He leaves Cleveland to come to the Rams, and you're in the playoffs. You're scoring a touchdown in the playoffs. You're back to your primetime OBJ. Yo, at this point, Robert Woods who? Because it's exactly Robert Woods got right, hurt, and everyone was like, yo, it was crazy. But, yeah, yeah I think Rams really has a shot. Yeah. Um, they're one of the other teams that we both talked about as far as, like, Super Bowl odds. Um, Rams are definitely up there. Yeah. Um, they're very intriguing. Plus 700. Very intriguing. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hear your take really quick on that one because – as much as I talk so much shit about the Cardinals, I just think I'm not giving too much credit with the Rams. Yeah, I mean, I, for one, was very skeptical about the Rams. Just um, the way Matthew Stafford, his history with the playoffs, then this, this defense was this defense is pretty good. Pretty good. It's amazing. You got fucking Aaron Donald here on your side. And you pick up Von Miller. So that definitely helps. That definitely, you got to admit, that definitely helps a lot in the locker room. Because mm-hmm. he brings that veteran leadership. Then Odell Beckham. Holy shit. I guess, I don't know what the deal was him in Cleveland. But he finally escaped it. And now he's producing. He's doing, he's fulfilling his role. And that's all he has to do in, mm-hmm. in the Rams organization. All you got to do is fill that role. Because him coming in helps alleviate the pressure off of Cooper Cup. That's your playmaker right there. Anything to help free up Cooper Cup even a little bit? I see that as, you know, I see that as a win. I don't know about you. It's a huge win. Because Cooper Cup, that guy can go out there and work some magic and does what he can does his thing. As for the Cardinals, you got to fix up or figure out what's going on here. I don't know if it's either a lack of leadership, discipline. You cannot keep letting up at the tail end of the season. Also, I completely agree with you that they need another threat at wide receiver. Because with the way with D-Hop is working, he's towards the end of his career. Something's got to happen there. That is that is definitely the team that should definitely look at either Michi or Williams. I hope. That would be a very interesting oh, yeah. team to look at Williams or Michi 
I mean, granted, they're both hitting, they got that ACL injuries, but I think them coming back from it because they're so young, you can come back from it. Those two guys would be very intriguing if one of them gets picked for Arizona. Yeah, definitely. It'd be very intriguing because you need you need a person. You need a person that needs to step up on that D-hop role, and I'm sorry, Christian Kirk is not it. He's fucking doo-doo, and A.J. Green is old, and he's decrepit. He's yeah. on his way out. The only one they have is basically Ronda Moore and Zach Ertz. So yeah. All right, let's get in to this week. All right, so first up, right here, we got the Bengals playing the Titans. I don't know in my head why I wanted to say the Texans because I saw the T E N. I was like, oh, that's going to be for Texans, but you know, the Texans fucking blow. So we got the Titans. Will. What do you think about this game? I want to hear this. Um, a lot of money is a lot of people are going for Bengals because they're on the they're on the hot streak right now. Um, as far as like them winning last week, being in their first playoffs with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, coming off a good win, I think people think they're gonna ride the hot wave and come to Tennessee and beat them. Um, I mean, Tennessee has been known to give up some bad performances where you would think like this is one of those games that they should be a smash play, but then they disappoint very, very bad. Um, so if Tennessee, because I know Derrick Henry is like fully participating they gave him the okay to take contact during practice now. So if Derrick Henry is in fact healthy, if AJ Brown does play this game 100% healthy, if Julio Jones is also healthy as well, I think this Tennessee Titans team is such a force to be reckoned with. And this could be the start to their actual Super Bowl run. Um... I think this is going to be, could be the game where I had called out Ryan Tannehill in the beginning for MVP, and I was completely wrong. I think this may be the start of the Tannehill MVP playoff run, where I think people are all going into Derrick Henry, but I think Ryan Tannehill surprises everybody in this game. Kudos still to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. They have so many years together in the future. If they can keep them both on the Bengals, the Bengals have such a long way to go. They, the, you know, sky's the limit to them. If I'm a Bengals fan, we already won. We made the playoffs. We won our first game in the playoffs. Like, there's the sky's the limit. We have so much time with Burrow and Chase. Like, you don't need to do it now. If you can, kudos. But I think this is not the game for it. I think Tennessee does come in. And handles it in Tennessee. This game is very intriguing. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to cut you off really quick. The over-under is 47. I am probably going to hit the over in this game. People are probably going to take the under because of the Mike Vrabel defense. But I think this is going to be a high-scoring game where it comes down to a last play, a last possession. And I'm taking Tennessee in this one, and I think I'm gonna hit the over. Um, yeah. To me, honestly, I don't know about this game. 
I liked what I saw of the Bengals. More so their offense, as we've been harping about over and over again. The defense is a little suspect. Um, but they but they do their job, and that's all the Bengals need, because Bengals put up enough points. Then you look at the Titans. The Titans have been pretty much getting. They caught a lot of injuries this year. Derrick Henry, Julio being hurt, AJ Brown being hurt. But when the Titans are healthy and they're all on the same page, they can make a run. Of course, we know about the Titans, about them struggling against the bad teams, them playing down, being lazy in a way. This is honestly a hard game to tell for me. But I do agree with you. I feel like the Titans do got this one, but... I won't be surprised if the Bengals win here and if they can pull off an upset, especially with how they played last week. But I'm going to ride with the Titans here. I'm picking the Titans. I do think that it's going to come down to one mistake. And that's how this game is going to be decided for either team. So I'm going to ride with you. I'm taking the Titans. But wouldn't be all that surprised if the Bengals pull off an upset here. What do you think? I'm right there with you. I think honestly, this was uh, this was one of the big games that I was actually kind of debating about. But I think now, looking at the injury report, um, they're getting their guys back. Some. I know Janoris Jenkins is still hasn't participated in practice. They do need some extra help on the corners. But let's be honest. Even when they weren't healthy, yeah, bro, they were still fucking first place. Yep. And Deont- still Deontay Freeman dog. has stepped up in the absence of Derrick Henry. That's the scary part. They weren't even healthy, and they made the first seed. That's that is very scary. true. And... I'm saying this right now. If they are, in fact, all 100% healthy this game, Titans are going to be a very scary team going forward. And whether it's the Bills or the Chiefs, they have game. beaten. They have. It's going to be a good game, and the Titans have beaten both of them. Yep. So that's the scary part: is that when they're healthy, they're a team to be reckoned with, and I like it. Um, I'm glad you agree with me because honestly, I was teetering back and forth on it because yeah. I could honestly see two Bengals winning it. Yeah. Uh, for all the Bengals fans, I wouldn't trip about this if y'all do lose, drop this game here because y'all's future is very bright. Especially mm-hmm. with Burrow and Chase. This team has something special brewing. It just takes time. And speaking of time, this guy's beating Father Time, Aaron Rodgers. Holy shit, this guy! I is he the MVP to you? I mean, granted, I I made the bet at my at my at my one of my best friend's weddings when I was drunk in Jersey because <laughs> it was it, it wasn't legal in Unork. I did make a bet for Rodgers MVP, and that ticket is looking mighty fine right now to cash. Yep, because it is possible. Um. 
I will say really quick before I let you continue on this one. Mm-hmm. Father time question mark? Because if we're really talking father time, I'm trying to segue into this this Brady, but you know, I feel like even with the age, like Roger still plays, like he's early thirties, like yeah, yeah. Here's the thing with me: when you look at him, Mm -hmm. you can see like in his face, so he he just looks like he's been beaten up. That's why I'm talking about father. That's what when I call Aaron Rodgers, like when I say like father time for Aaron Rodgers, he just looks like four years older than me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. But okay. we got the 49ers going into Lambeau to take on the Packers. The Packers, which are, I think they are getting David Bashiari, um, Zedaria Smith, and Jair Alexander. Yes, sir. If the Packers come back fully healthy, this team with Devontae Adams and probably people argue Brady and Aaron Rodgers as a GOAT quarterback to walk this earth. With Aaron Rodgers at the helm, this team is scary. They That defense stepped up. I think we've, we were worrisome whenever Jair Alexander went out. But this team, fully healthy, fully kitted out. An extra week of preparation. This is going to line up to be a good matchup against the 49ers. What do you think about this game? Man. This was... um. This should be technically a short thing, but I did have some like second guessing on this a little bit because mm-hmm. of the Nick Bosa situation. Right. Um, Bosa did suffer that concussion in that mm-hmm. game with that crazy hit to his neck with the with the teammates pad. Um, as of right now, he did participate in a limited fashion today, coming off the concussion. I mean, it, it's kind of better than yesterday's not participating in practice. But um, that's going to be a really good – that's going to be a close call. If That's definitely going to be one of those, like, game-time decisions if Bosa is going to be ready for it. I think he's just so – he's such a lunatic that he probably will play regardless. Yeah. And just doesn't care. It's just like, screw it. Like, I'll just sacrifice this piece of my, my head just to go. Like, whatever. Um, but even so, with uh, Bakhtiari coming back because he was limited participation – Billy Turner, the other tackle, too, is coming back. You get Rodgers, a one-week's rest with that with a toe injury. Jair Alexander coming back. It's... The only quick stat that I have for this game, and I was looking at it so hard. Mm-hmm. 49ers are a good team on the road when it comes to their winning percentages. Mm-hmm. The only issue with that is that Green Bay Packers is undefeated in Lambeau this season. Yep. Not only have they covered 70% of their games this season, they are undefeated at Lambeau. I cannot go against Aaron Rodgers in this game. I kudos against the 49ers for a good game against Cowboys. 
this is Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau, and I don't know about you, but I haven't seen Jimmy G ever play in a cold, predicament weather situation like this, and the only time he had a possibility was when he was the starting quarterback of the Patriots, and he only played four games, but still never played in cold conditions. This is the first time I think we're going to be seeing Jimmy Garoppolo actually playing in a cold environment in Lambeau. You might be right. And he is not ready for that and i can promise you as pretty looking as he is and probably as comfortable to the nice california weather mm-hmm. that man is not ready for green bay wisconsin he's not ready for that cold tundra he is going to crumble in lambo in that cold give me thousand percent green bay packers going for my boy Terry here i hundred percent think this is their year this is Rogers' year. This is the last dance. This is their time. Green Bay Packers by a million in Lambo. I am taking their six, and I am happy they're giving me six because I am smashing that in Lambo. As much as I respect Debo Samuel and that squad, it's just it's Jimmy G in cold weather. And I, I 100% really believe he is not ready for this. Yeah. Give I, me Aaron Rodgers, who is the absolute Thanos in cold weather. He is adapted to it. Give me that man. Um, and by the way, I do hope he does win MVP. I can cash out. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I hope. Keep it, I'm going to keep it short and sweet because you guys should take what I was going to say. I was going to bring up that Lambo stat about them being undefeated. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers and Lambo. <laughs> My guy, we're riding with the Packers. I wish I still had the I could find the picture of me wearing a Packers jersey and everything fully Packered mm. out when I was seven years old. Dad, I should have been a Packers fan. <laughs> now I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was good. I mean, we don't got to spend that much time. It's fucking Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau. Facts. Uh, give me the Packers. Give me the points. Let's oh, get it. Let's get it. All right. To uh, another Cali boy, Tom Brady. He's getting a visit from the Rams. What? None. I didn't say anything. I don't know. He was giving me a look. I was like, did I fuck something you do me, You threw me off a bit with the Cali boy and then brought Tom Brady's name, so it kind of threw me off. Ah. Sorry. It threw me off. But I like it, though. I was like, ooh. Threw me off guard there. I like hey, your bro. style. This is my first Go. time being the host of this <laughs> podcast. I am nervous. You're doing a good job. I hope so. I hope so. The world knows it. We all know it. I hope so, bro. I'm trying to make Taron proud right now. He's always proud. We love him. <laughs> Shout out to Terry. But we got the Rams and going to Tampa to play Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. This game is going to be interessante, to say the least. We got the Buccaneers coming off an absolute shellacking of the Eagles. But in the process of that, Tristan Wirfs suffers a high ankle sprain. I think he's, they say he's limited, or they already declared him out for this week? Um, It has not been declared officially as of right now. He was 
did not uh, he was a DMP in practice, which mm-hmm. means do not did, you know did not participate. Um, they haven't ruled him out completely yet. Yeah. Um, as of right now, I would just say it's a game time decision, probably. Yeah. Oh man, with him out, that's huge. Again, Rams pass rush. So you got to worry about Aaron Donald. Von Miller's going to be coming down because that's just Von Miller's style. He likes to get mm-hmm. aggressive. And especially with Jalen Ramsey. They, I forgot which game it was. I wish I could remember. I said it on the podcast. He said that he's getting bored playing cornerback because no one's throwing at him. Because they know he's locking him down. So that way he's coming, he's coming up. He's blitzing. He's doing everything. My only my worry when it comes to the Buccaneers is obviously Ramsey's probably going to be on Mike Evans. Outside of that, yeah, little Scotty Scotty Miller, and also Rob Gronkowski. For how old and slow Rob Gronkowski is, and the, all the injuries that he's had, him and Tom Brady linking up every game. You got to worry about that because that is a weapon and a half. The chemistry those two have is insane. And you, it's proven with all their championships. Then you look over at the Rams, Matthew Stafford. I think it was it's finally his first postseason win. Sir. He has a team to go far. He has a team for, was it in two weeks now? To go into Lambeau and put up a fight. You got Cooper Cup. You got Odell. You got this Rams defense. To all the Rams nation right now, I don't know what the name of y'all fan base is. I apologize. This is your shot right now to prove how good you can be. Matthew Stafford, you came to L.A., you saw the opportunity. This is the time to produce. You're going up against the GOAT, Tom Brady. This is put up a shove for the Rams, bro. I'm not going to say who I got winning yet. I want to hear your takes. Oh, man. Be on a spot. Um... <sighs> As of right now, because obviously um, we're recording on a Wednesday, spoiler alert. So we're only getting today's practices because this game's on a Sunday. It's one of the first on a Sunday slate. So they do have the extra day of Thursday and Friday. So just as of right now, obviously, what I mentioned about the Tristan Wirth situation, obviously he didn't participate. The other one that is also out, I'm um, not out, but he was uh, limited to Dave. It's Josh Wells, the other, the other tackle, um, the other, the other help on the offensive line for Brady. Um, that's going to be the biggest X factor, because as good as Tom Brady is, um, he could definitely score points regardless of who he's throwing to. Um, I just think if you don't have those guys on the line. Aaron Donald is going to feast. Yep. If you don't have that protection. 
Um, I think this is that's going to be the biggest crucial creep point is the defense on the Rams side. If they can literally penetrate the inside of that O line and get to Tom Brady, it's going to be a long game. Um, I think this is also low key a revenge in the playoffs when Tom Brady was in the Patriots side and beat the Rams. And that ultimate revenge from when Brady was on the Patriots and beat them in the Super Bowl is uh, definitely still on their minds. And even though they did beat them early in the season, I think they want this. This is like the biggest game for them. Jalen Rams is going to shut down Mike Evans. Um, Von Miller is going to do his thing with that linebacker core. I'm pretty sure they can be able to stop playoff Lennon Fournette. It just comes down to Aaron Donald. So, I'm going to actually take the first underdog, quote-unquote, in this game, and I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams to beat the Buccaneers at Tampa. Um, I think the Rams are very for real, and I think Brady's bad crucial point was losing Chris Godwin. Yep. And losing AB because you're only down to one guy and then you have Scotty Miller. Because I'm pretty sure Bashad Perriman may not play this week. So you're down already a wide receiver. Even though he's not really the greatest, but you're down a wide receiver. Yep. Um, it's not Brady's time yet. Even if he loses, it's not his time yet because that man can still play. He was top five in th- passing touchdowns, yards. Like, the man has does not age. I, I don't know how. He just does not age. Um, I, so I think even if Tampa loses, I think Brady can still come back and win another Super Bowl possibly, but I don't think this is the year. I think Los Angeles Rams are for real, and if they win this game, I do think they have a legitimate shot to possibly get to the Super Bowl. They would just have to go through Aaron Rodgers, if possible, or Jimmy G and San Fran. But I think Rams can possibly do it. Um, give me the Rams. I'm not going to touch the the over under, but I'll 100% take their plus three, and I think they'll win. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about this honestly because this is t- this is a toss up for me. If Tristan Wirfs and Wells are out, I'm taking the Rams. Okay. If they are in. Holy shit. <laughs> I want to say the Bucks will win, but still a piece of me wants to say that the Rams will win either way. And Brady would be out his O-line. And he also has no receivers. Except for Mike Evans and Gronk. Mm-hmm. But we know Mike Evans is going to have a rough day. A rough day. Because he's going to have to deal with Jalen Ramsey. So it all step all really ends up on can this Bucks receiving core, or not even receiving core, just the receiving room in general, can they step up? Against this Rams defense. 
But all in all, let's give me the Rams. I want to see this. I want to see Bray getting knocked out in this part of the playoffs. Give me the Rams all the way. I like that. My guy. This is a hard choice to make, but when you look at it and all the stuff that Tampa's going through right now, the whole A-B situation, um, Godwin going down, give me the Rams. The Rams are for real. Also, them going up against the Packers is going to be such a fun game. Yeah. That'd be a great yeah. game to watch. Yeah, I mean that'll definitely test um, the Rams for sure, and I'll, I think that'll test Green Bay. Yo, honestly, that will bring back like such NFC North vibes with Matt yeah. Stafford going against Green Bay. Like Holy it'll be shit, <laughs> it'd be such an old school NFC North vibe. Yo, because it's like yo, <laughs> I'll take that all day, honestly. Yo, Taron will probably love it. Honestly, I think Taron yeah. would rather have that. Honestly, than the Bucks. Yeah, because like, he knows he can beat Matt Stafford. He he loves that. Oh, man. Damn, you got to be hype. <laughs> yeah. I'm hype, man. All right. <laughs> um, let's hit this last one here. The last one on the Sunday slate. Yep. And mm. honestly, the hardest game for me. Yo, the I still don't Buffalo, know what to think. The Buffalo Bills is going to Kansas City to face the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'm going to just start this off here oh and I will say that this is probably quite far the hardest decision I probably had to make. I have flipped coins. <laughs> I have, yo, I swear, dude, I have like play like any meaning my emote. Like I've been trying to debate like where I want to go with this because I can go either way with this. Um, in one way, I would go with Bills because they've been looking so good, especially when they beat the Patriots and they buffed up that defense, especially the run defense. Mm-hmm. Um, their passing attack, their passing defense has been pretty good. It was always their run. I think Kansas City doesn't have a run, really. It's all mainly the pass. So I feel like that really is an immovable force hitting a movable object. Yeah. Like. I, I think I might have said that wrong, but that's okay. I'm but sorry, um, I understand. I understand what you was trying to say, though. Yeah, it's it's that situation because you're literally just at a stalemate. You're at a wall. Kansas City, in order to win this game, like you gotta be on the attack first. You have to score right away. Um, this is one of those situations where if it was one of those coin flips in the beginning of the game, I would be hoping I get the ball first and yeah. I would set the tone. Because I think Josh Allen and the Bills are ready for a shootout. Um, oh my god, I have to make a choice. What I will say is this. The over-under at 54.5 is such child's play. <laughs> is ridiculous to me that it, it is only at 54.5. You're taking those? I th- I'm... Oh, I might be bugging. I may be. I'm probably one of those people that I don't care. But I'm smashing that over two ways from Sunday. <laughs> like I'm smashing it hard. Like I'm, I'm making sure. Like I'm double pressing it to make sure I hit that bet because I think this is gonna be a shootout, a good old fashioned Western style shootout with these two teams. And I, God, I hate picking this game. All right. Gun to my head. 
I am going to take the Buffalo Bills to beat Kansas City in Arrowhead. I think Buffalo pulls off the ultimate. It's not, not even an upset, but I think the biggest win in the season. This is their Super Bowl. This is realistically, this is a Super Bowl in the same conference. I'll take like, a this Super Bowl with these two this, teams. This, this should have been the AFC Championship game. Yep. This shouldn't have been a divisional. This should have been the AFC game. I think this should have been the AFC actual championship, and I this is going to be the greatest game. I hope it lives up to my expectations. I'm taking Buffalo here. I'm going to ride with New York. I'm going to ride with the guys. Hey. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the, the New York fam. Um, so I'm 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 gonna take Buffalo. I'm gonna I'm gonna take them, and I'm gonna smash that over at 54 and a half for sure. All right, <sighs> I got it out. I got <laughs> yeah. it out. Feels good. The Bills. <sighs> Where the fuck was all of that this whole season? Especially against the Jaguars. Come on, come on, y'all. <laughs> but <laughs> if the Bills come out. Looking like the looking and playing the way they did this week, this past week. I apologize. I could see them being the Chiefs. You got Patrick Mahomes. Been you could say it's you, well you can't say because it it's true. It's been a down year for him. He's doubled up his interceptions from the past year. Just he didn't he hasn't he didn't look comfortable in the pocket this season. Now they're slowly turning it around. We we hit about the defense. How before the Melvin Ingram trade, how they're probably one of the worst defenses in the league, especially against the run. Melvin Ingram comes in. This team does a full 180. They've been doing great at home. You're going up against the number one defense in the NFL in the Buffalo Bills. Playing up against Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Oh man, this is a tough decision to make. But I feel if the Bills come out swinging, if they come out playing the way they did this past week, they're going to win. And because of that, shout out to J Dub, shout out to my boy Piz, Bills Mafia. Go break a table because I'm taking y'all winning this game. I'm all I'm in with the Bills, baby. Give me plus one and a half. Yeah, duh. Yeah. I'm wow. taking it. Wow. 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 Oh man, that's I'm glad. It's crazy because we both have like actually agreed on these games. Yeah. And the only thing we're kind of teeter-tottering on is the Rams and Bucks, depending on the lineman situation. But yeah. you have been together on these games, man. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know, bro. This thing could all go sideways and we get all of them. I wrong. know, right? We go down together. It's all good. All right, bro. I'm done with that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So to recap, so what we have chosen. We have chosen the Titans over the Bengals. Yep. The Packers over the 49ers. Yep. The Rams and Bucks, we are kind of iffy on. That only depends if the linemen are playing. Chino, you're taking the Bucks. 
<sighs> Man. I never really got a full answer for you, really, on that one. I? I thought I did. I thought I said the Rams the, either way. Did you? Okay, you say Rams either I way? So. Okay. I don't remember. So we're taking the Rams on that one. And then Buffalo. Yeah. Man. Let me ask you a question really What's quick. Up? On the Tennessee side, mm-hmm. are you taking the three and a half, or do you think the Bengals cover? The Bengals, the thing with them, to me, they're always, they're, they're a scrappy team. They mm-hmm. They don't go down without a fight. That's because oh back to what we were talking about about one mistake can change this whole game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it'll be ending up in a game-winning field goal. That's where I feel like this game is how this game is going to end. That's why I kind of want to take Bengals plus three and a half. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good choice. That one was the only one I was kind of worried about as far as spread-wise. Yeah. I think straight up, I'm still going to keep my I'll choice. Take, of yeah, Tennessee. I'll take the Packers minus six. Oh, dude, I'm smashing that. I'm, I'm doing it in honor of Taron. I am smashing that minus six. I might even do an alternate on, on FanDuel and might try to jump it to nine, nine and a half. If I can go up on the alternate. Because I think it might be a double-digit game. Where they may, they may go up big on the 49ers and they have to play comeback. And I don't know if Jimmy G is one of those comeback guys. Yeah. You know, but I think we are both been so correct on like our picks. I mean, I, I hope mean, we're I, right. I won the regular the regular season, baby. Come on. Hey, hey that's right. right. Yo, I forgot. Oh you know what? I'm glad you brought that Put up. Put some respect on my name, son. Oh my God, that's right. Right in the in the season, there was a uh, pick'em with all of you guys, and I was doing all the standings and all the records. Came out and that. after the week eighteen, I'm gonna go down from worst to first because I'm gonna get it fun. Okay. How the mighty have fallen with KB? My man was riding the wave in the beginning of the he season. Was close. He was he, chilling. He had the number one for a while. Then I took that. He, he he held on to that spot. But right now, he's dead last. He is in last place. He is at 23 and 31. Dilly made me so proud because he is not in last anymore. He finally left last place and went up to fourth. Yep. 26 and 28 is that record, but I'm still so proud of him because he is no longer in last. Taryn ended up in third with yep. 28 and 26. G, God bless him, because that tie definitely helped him. Ended up in second. 28, 25, and 1. And the absolute king of this season. After many people have doubted you. Everyone and thought you were, and, and didn't think you were going to make it past last place. You are laughing. From the top of the mountain. <laughs> to my man. First place and a winner. 29 at 25, dude. Yeah. Just Congratulations. The fact that I went over 500 surprised me. I'm proud. Proud of you. It feels I'm, I'm very happy you went from last to first. Especially because I went on like a little run, I think, like during halfway through the season. I was, I think it was me and Dilly battling out for last. That I know we're just three and zero, three and zero, three and zero, three and zero, three and zero. And now look at you, bro. Good bets, good bets. 
They're so good. I will say, though, I'm going to throw my name out for next season. Hey, I'm down. I'm, on in. I'm down to bring you in for that. I'm one in. I want to make it a six. Ooh. If I got to be, I want to make sure I'm not in last place, but I want to throw myself in because it made it interesting with you guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Joe. We'll figure it out. And, dude, just like that, it's the end. The almost end of this time, week. Almost time for the, the <sighs> NFC Championship, AFC Championship. Almost time. Bro, this is going to be crazy. Can't wait. We got a lot of exciting football coming up. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Also, um, real quick, we also have some fun UFC cards coming up. That's right. We got Izzy Adesanya going up against Robert Whitaker. That trilogy, right? Or is it the second one? I think it's, uh, I think it's the second, it's second one. Second one. It's the second one, right? Yeah. Real I quick, who you got? I got Izzy. I'm taking Izzy. I want it to be a third. Really? I want it to be a third. I think Whitaker is probably the only one that can can get close. Yeah. I need. I need. We want. I want a third. I think. I, I think Izzy needs it because he. I feel like he fell off a bit after that loss to Blanchovich, yeah. and I think that wasn't necessary. But I respect I, um, it though. It showed his heart. Yo. I'm good call on that. I completely forgot about UFC and that and that pay per view coming out. Also, oh my god, we, we got. Oh yeah, I just did this all all out of order. We got Nuganu coming up against. I think it's Gain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad blood. Bad blood. Bad blood, bro. They are two savages in that in that octagon. I'm taking Nuganu. I'm taking Nuganu. He's taking the, that. Uh, He's gonna pull a CM Punk. Did you see that bet though from Nuganu in the second round? As far as the odds? No, what's up? Yo, okay. So I'm on with a couple guys in the uh, Discord for shout out to them, uh, Brodo. No, that's um, spam right there. Shout out to Brodo. And one one of my guys, uh, Nick, was talking to us about the um, upcoming Nagano fight. Mm-hmm. And he was showing us some of the odds for the Nagano fight. Mm-hmm. And he took. He took Nagano to win, like, in the second round, TKO, knockout. Yo, the odds for that one, bro, let me just get that on, was, like, plus 750. What? In the second round. Yes, on DraftKings. Really? Yeah, uh, Nagano to win by uh, knockout, TKO, or DQ in the second round, plus 750. Hmm. The only time he's ever, he's always knocked out his guys in the first round. Yep. But the only time he's gone past it was on the second round, and he only took him like less than a minute. Huh. And they think this might go into the second round and a possibility. So take a look at that. I mean, I wouldn't throw too much on it, but take a look at that, bro. I'll definitely t- take a look For on sure. that one. Also, we got the, we got the Colby Covington against Jorge Masvidal. Man. I think this is Masvidal. Too. I think this is Masvidal's last fight. I think this is his retirement. You think? Yeah. There's no one else. After taking that absolute rocket to the face from Uzman. Yeah, I think this is his last. If I'm Masvidal, I want to go out with a bang. 
this is like one of the actual like bad blood fights you would ever want. I think he should go off on a high note. Whether he wins or lose, I think this is like probably gonna be the big payout. Mm-hmm. It's that fight. Jay's gonna go fight Jake Paul. Anyways. Anyways, we kind of. I feel like we switched out. We went from football to UFC real quick. That was kind of wild. Yeah, it's because we we got some exciting fights coming up. No, we do, we do, we do. Um, A lot of fun stuff. With that being said, um, we're gonna end it here at that. Um, You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, you can catch me at Big Willie Style six hundred four on Instagram, and on Twitter, it is. Big Willie 604. Sorry, I had to make sure I got my right stuff because I did get hacked recently. So now I got to like get a new platform. <laughs> but um, you can catch me on those two sites. You can catch us on the Dump Off Podcast on all social media outlets, um, even also on TikTok. I'm not one of those people. You'll probably catch the rest of the guys there. Um, Chino, tell us where you can find yourself on Instagram and Twitter and all social media. You can find me on Instagram at iChino12. Find me on Twitter at Fettuccina12, like Will said, at the Dump Off Pod on all social media except for TikTok, which is just at the Dump Off. Shout out to all the boys. We miss them. Um, life's hectic, man. But, you know, it's still a brotherhood here at the at the Dump Off. We appreciate all you guys. <laughs> appreciate all you guys. Thank you for sticking us. It's another football season. Almost done. It's our Crazy. first one together. Hopefully there's many more. Anyways, thank you guys for everything. And we'll see y'all next time. Later. Later. Later.